from Plimpton Street, this is News Talk. I'm Yael Goldstein. It's a Wednesday night, three days before the 139th annual Harvard-Yale game. It's at Yale this year, but tonight I'm still at Harvard's home stadium watching players funnel off the field as practice ends. It's clear that they've been here a long time. I'm able to catch three athletes as they leave and get a general sense of the team's headspace before Saturday's game. Here's Jaden Craig, class of 26, and Harvard's starting quarterback. Uh, It's definitely, you know, one of the biggest games of my life. Um, But I try not to think about it too much and, you know. It's his first time playing at Harvard-Yale. His main focus? Securing the Ivy League title in full. Exactly what we're headed for right now is uh, winning the title outright. We've got um, a share, we've clinched a share of it, but we uh, don't want to share any of it. We want it for ourselves. The previous Saturday, Harvard had just narrowly beaten the University of Pennsylvania to guarantee a share of the Ivy League title in a game that reached triple overtime. There's definitely still some of that excitement in the air. Yeah, I'm feeling real good and real excited. I mean... So it was something that we haven't done as a program for quite some time, and it was just a real amazing feeling to kind of get over that hump and finally bring home another banner. That was Thor Griffith, class of 24 and defensive tackle for the Harvard football team. He's confident that Harvard has what it takes to beat Yale this year. Win, and it'll be a triumphant end to Harvard's 150th season. Lose, and Harvard would have to share the title with Yale. But Thor's optimistic. I mean, I've been feeling great about it. Our offense has been rolling all season. Our defense, we started off a little slow, but then we really just kind of walked in and got the job done these past few weeks, so I'm feeling we're playing better than ever. It's clear this Wednesday that the team is a force to be reckoned with. They've only lost one game all season. As they clear the field, the players seem overwhelmingly calm, considering the stakes. This match holds a significant share of weight among Harvard's historic traditions. On the Harvard College website, the Harvard-Yale game is listed far above Housing Day and Yardfest, Harvard traditions students look forward to all year. It's just called the game, like it has no description, like we're all supposed to know what it means. That's a lot of pressure on each player's shoulders, but they carry it with grace. Before I leave, I asked Jaden if he has anything to say to Yale. I'm not big on smack talk, but I'd just say be ready, because we're coming. <laughs> all right. On Friday afternoon, I joined many Harvard students boarding what I can only describe as a fleet of buses to New Haven, Connecticut. Tickets for Harvard-run shuttles sold out within days. As people board the bus, students are still buying and selling tickets. I'm taking a Peter Pan bus, completely separate from the transportation provided by the college. Even still, the seats are crowded with students proudly sporting their Crimson merch. Harvard is on the move. It's now around 11.30 a.m., November 18th, the day of the game. A long procession of students in navy and crimson make their way from the Yale campus to the bowl, Yale Stadium. The forecast warned of rain, but the skies are relatively clear. When I get in the sun, it almost feels warm, relatively warm, at least. People are blasting music at the tailgate, and it's hard to hear anyone around me. I don't have cell service. The sheer amount of people attending the game seems to have created some sort of internet dead zone. I lose my friends in the crowd. I feel like a kid trying to find my parents in a mall. 
That is, if the lines to the mall were long out the door. I get in one of these lines, hoping my friends find me there. It's here that I find Mohan Hathi, class of 26. As we wait to have our tickets scanned, we start chatting about school spirit. One, it's like the one time every year where kind of the entire school is together. You get to visit your friends at Yale and uh, enjoy the game, support uh, your school all together at Yale this year. Would you say you're generally someone with a lot of school spirit? Uh, generally, yes. Although, like sometimes it's hard to come out to all the games during the year if it's not like a really special event. How does the game amplify your school spirit? I think it's the energy of all the people here and being able to kind of see all your friends in one place is really exciting. The line moves slowly. It's around noon when I'm finally through the gates. At food trucks, long lines are already beginning to form. A sportscaster's voice booms in and around the stadium. But looking around me, it doesn't seem like too many people are listening. In the tailgate, that seems like it's still going strong. It seems like some students actually have no intention of going into the stadium at all. So why are they here? Why suffer a three-hour bus trip? I catch first-year Alia Marrero to chat about it. This is my first Harvard Yale, but it has been so much fun. We all took a bus together. Like, it's so united. I feel like we really see Harvard come united. I've seen so many faces, people from class, people from clubs, people from musicals. It's been so much fun. I just be walking and I see people. It's the sense of unity that draws Alia to the Harvard-Yale game, and she's not alone. Even though they graduated a while ago, the big game is a beloved tradition for many alumni. In the stands, I asked Claudio Phillips, a Harvard alum from the class of 83, about what draws him back after so many years. He points to a row of men sitting next to him. That guy, that guy, that guy, it's uh, the community that drives me back. Having friends that I've known for 40 years, it's awesome. How has the game changed since you've been a student here? Uh, not really a lot. I think it's all about uh, togetherness. I think it's a lot about uh, people just coming back once a year. So it hasn't changed a lot. For 150 years, it has not changed a lot. Any fun stories from when you were a student that you remember from the Harvard-Yale game? Um, when we won, which nobody really kind of remembers, we charged the field, and a bunch of my friends stole the ball markers. And now, 30 years later, they're going, why did I steal these ball markers? I also spot some younger alumni. One of them is Johnny Zhang, class of 23. He just graduated in the spring. Yeah, first time uh, coming to Harvard Yale as an alum. It is electric. So good to see so many people here. Of course, 10 to 6, which is not ideal, but when we did score, it was great. Just now, I was on the Yale side. I, I crossed enemy lines. It was like a mosh pit. It was great. It was a lot of fun. Do you have any choice words for the students on the other side at Yale? I don't think I'm allowed to say them here. All right. Thank you so much, Johnny. Other students had plenty of words to say to students across the stadium and had no trouble voicing them to the Crimson. I spoke to Yale student Genesis Wanapur about what it was like being on the other side. My name is Genesis Wanapur. I am a junior in Morse College at Yale. All right, Genesis, tell me, how does the game figure into your experience as a Yale student? When it's at Yale, it's like a big deal. Cause like we get together, we had a pancake breakfast this morning. It's like a big thing. We're really excited for Yale to win and crush Harvard. It's a good thing. 
if you had any choice words for the students at Harvard, what would those words be? I love you as people, as students at Harvard, you suck. XOXO. All right, thank you, Genesis. Youch. Adding insult to injury, Harvard's not playing its best. Some fumbles, forced turnovers, Yale even blocks two Harvard punts, which had happened just once before all season heading into the game. There are five minutes left. Yale's at 23, Harvard's at 18. Things aren't looking great. Not to mention, the refs are being meticulous, to say the least. With each official review, of which there were many, cheering turns into jeering. But even though the two sides disagree about football, it's all in good fun. And even people in Yale, like, we all know each other, we all take, like, say hi, it's so fun. The Bulldogs and the Crimson might be at each other's throats on the field, but it's these moments that remind us what this game is actually about. It was never all about the football. The game is about two schools coming together, hosting each other, mixing and mingling with students past and present. In the last seconds of the game, Students flock out of the stadium to catch their shuttles home, back to Cambridge. We came, we saw, and maybe we didn't conquer, but we were together the entire time. And we'll be sure to get them next year. This episode of News Talk was hosted by Yael S. Goldstein and produced by Yael S. Goldstein and Frank S. Joe. Our editors are Frank S. Joe and Brandon L. Kingdollar. Our multimedia chairs are Joey Huang and Julian J. Giordano. Our managing editor is Brandon L. Kingdollar. Our president is Kara J. Chang. Music in this episode comes from freesound.org. From 14 Plimpton Street, this is News Talk.